la 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 I have virtual racing music stuck in my head. Why? Because you know that's one of my favorite games. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, how you doing? Welcome back to Heine House Live, episode 25. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's going down. Let's do it. Welcome to Heine House, House Live, Live, a podcast about the exciting and ever-changing world of gaming and technology. Heine House Live is available on Mama, iTunes, Mama, Spotify, Mama. Stitcher, or wherever else you, you listen, listen to podcasts. podcasts. For all other info, including links to our community Discord, live video feed, episode archive, and a whole host of other great entertainment, please visit HeineHouse.com. Dude, it gets me every time. <laughs> oh, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. How are you doing? Welcome back to Heine House Live, episode 25. I believe it's 25. I always get confused. Uh, September 2nd, 2019. It is about 8.15 p.m. in the evening. And uh, it is so good to have you. Thanks for being here. Hope this podcast reaches you and you're doing well. Hope you had a great weekend and a great week ahead. Of course, uh, the show is 100% supported. We got to get through this at the beginning because it is the most important part of the show is that it is alive because of these lovely people you see on your screen. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine keeps the show alive. And in fact, we'd like to welcome some new activity on Patreon. Hello, Tyler. Thames, what up? Welcome to Patreon, sir. Appreciate your support. Sent me a message on Patreon. Said he's a longtime listener of all gen gamers. I know a lot of people are here, um, but always been a huge fan of the podcast and was excited to hear that I have continued the tradition of podcasting to the masses. And that means so much to me. Thank you, sir. Absolutely appreciate that. He uh, got down, got down on that main floor. Uh, because, uh, wait, do I, where the, wait a minute. Is his name in there? Tyler, I thought I put him in there. Bro. What's wrong with, what's wrong with Everything you? is. I'm sorry, Tyler. <laughs> hey, this is almost like a tradition now. If you join, your name isn't getting in right away. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you, brother. And I, I apologize. Forgot to put your name in there. But I got you down getting in on that uh, main floor tier. He's getting excited for that Heine House after party. And uh, so, so good. It's now September, folks, which means that uh, the Heine House after party will be happening this month. I'm bringing it out, rolling it out. And the first episode is going to be about my history and stories uh, and some of the wackiest shit I've sold on eBay. Started in 2000 on eBay. That's a Patreon exclusive show. And you can get that show by joining the main floor tier. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine. And shout out. I want to give a quick shout out. Um, on Discord, Mr. Hambone81 hit me up and was like, hey, shout out to you, Jason. My uh, my son, Austin, little Austin in Portland, made a level in Super Mario Maker 2 to uh, 
to uh, get, to basically just show respect and love to me and the show. And I think it's fantastic. Little Austin, my man, thank you. I appreciate that. In fact, I'm going to have to go buy the game now just so that I can play your awesome level. It's a dedicated to Heine House. How cool is that? So mad respect to all of you up there in the great Northwest, Mr. Hambone 81 in Austin. I'm going to have to get the game now. When I do, I'll hit you up. I'll let you know. Uh, and lastly, on the intro, if you're watching this on YouTube, give it a subscribe. Give it a, a bell. Turn that bell notification on. Give it a ding-woo. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, can get, we can get down on uh, sending out those notifications when I go live here and when I uh, upload podcast episodes. And, of course, lastly, if you'd like to give a review of the podcast on any of the platforms that you're listening on, that helps me with uh, trending and kind of get back in the saddle up here. There's a lot going on in podcasting now, so any little bit helps, and I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Heinehouse.com for everything else. Uh, what's going on? I got some random-ass news now because that's, you know, we start to show up, do a little random news. It's official. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's official. Whoop, whoop. Starbucks announced they're bringing back the pumpkin spice for the fall holiday season. In fact, it came out August 27th. Is that like the earliest it's ever been out? I'm going to say yes. I, I, I don't know if it's came out any sooner. I mean, we walked in Fry's Market today, not Fry's Electronics, Fry's Market, which is a Kroger. It's a grocery store. It's owned by Kroger, um, known as Fred Meyer, other places, King Supers and other places and a few others. Um, Ralph's, maybe you've heard of Ralph's. It's owned by a few places. They already have um, all of the Halloween stuff like full force. Like it's there, which I guess we're kind of a month out. Doesn't make, I mean, that makes sense. But I mean, pumpkin spice, holy shit, that's kind of early. Anyway, they announced the return of the pumpkin spice latte, but also something new for your gullet, for your palate, for your flavor hole. A fall-flavored pumpkin cream cold brew. What? 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 It looks amazing. And I bet you it tastes pretty amazing, too. Uh, This is the first new pumpkin-type item that Starbucks has introduced in 16 years. What? Bruh. For real? 16 years? Damn. What? (laughs) It's a long time. I mean, why change Why change it, right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. I mean, we get it. You guys may have heard. Did you guys hear about this? You may have heard about this. There's a man that's currently suing Popeyes for not having chicken. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, this is a real deal. Craig Barr is the gentleman's name. He is seeking $5,000 in damages according to the lawsuit. So Popeye's announced that they're going to have this new chicken sandwich, and they said in their advertisement that it would, quote, would be sold at all locations, meaning this isn't exclusive to some part of the uh, country. It's available at all stores. This is a corporate nationwide thing. Well, Mr. Craig Barr took that to heart, and... uh, the lawsuit states, I'll read this, I'll read this verbatim. Lawsuit states that Barr went to a Popeye's and the store was sold out of the sandwiches. He then filed his lawsuit saying deceptive business practices and false advertising. Uh, I mean, if this if this were like really like if this was really gonna happen, 
Like, if he was, okay, I know he's suing him. Like, he's, like, legit going to do it. But, like, if he wins this, this changes the landscape of everything. I can't count the amount of times I go to a restaurant or fast food just to get some food, and they're out of it, or they don't have it. Like, bro, I would be a fucking millionaire if this were the case. Bruh. What? Come on, dude. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Matter of fact, I should tell you about my KFC story. Did I even write a note about it? I was so fucking furious about it. I didn't. I will tell you. I'll tell you about it after this, though. Because just that alone, if this was the KFC episode, if I if I were to make it about KFC, I'd be a millionaire. Because they they fucked up. Okay, we talked about KFC last time about their uh, mac and cheese bowls. Oh yeah, I have an update. <laughs> whoop whoop! I have an update. Whoop! It's official. Uh, this is the best part of the uh, lawsuit, though. Here we go. Barr, who is representing himself, by the way, also said in court documents that he was hustled out of $25 <laughs> by a friend of a man who allegedly claimed in a Craigslist advertisement that he worked at Popeye's and he could get the sandwiches that the restaurants were hiding. Mr. Barr, an East Ridge resident said he, he suffered rim and tire damage totaling $1,500 while driving from the location to Popeye's, from his location to Popeye's, and was humiliated when his friends laughed at him. The court date is set for October 28th. I can't even contain this. Bruh. I, I can't even. I, I can't even. I have no words. I have no words. This dude sounds like he has never been, he has never ever accepted responsibility a day in his life. What the fuck is wrong wrong with with you? you? (laughs) Yeah, because it's Popeye's fault that you fucking curbed your 20s, dude. Get over it. That's so funny. And he went to Craigslist and was like, yeah, uh, yeah, man, I got a Mack truck here full of fucking Popeye sandwiches that, uh, you know, they're hiding them. They're hiding them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they don't want to sell them. They're hiding them. What the fuck? I think it's hilarious, to be honest. I love it. I love it. This actually brings up kind of a good point. Do you remember Red Bull, like, I don't know, six, seven years ago? And their advertisement that says Red Bull gives you wings. And they didn't clearly state that you would not actually get wings. They were saying it in figurative speech, right? You know, their slogan, like, it gives you wings. Like, I, it gives you energy, gives you power. You know, I, you fake fly like you know okay i get it i didn't i didn't even think for one second that like hey if i drink this wings are gonna sprout on my fucking back and i'm gonna just go fly around like an idiot didn't think about that well someone did remember that and somebody sued red bull saying i had a red bull i consumed the beverage and i looked at my back and found out that you don't, you don't get, get wings. wings it's that simple and remember that they sued them and won remember that Oh, my God. We received a case of Red Bull of like a four pack out of that lawsuit. Because like if you have purchased Red Bull from 2010 to 2015, whatever it was, anywhere in that time period, you can get either it was like five dollars or a case of four pack of Red Bull. For the lawsuit. And I'm like, uh, you guys remember this? Come on. I'm not the only one. I'm like, I filled that shit out. Steph filled that shit out. And we got like a couple cases, like eight Red Bulls for free. And that blew me away. I'm like, Jesus, people. 
that's just them trying to fuck the system over. Like, get get real. But it's crazy, man. It's crazy out there. Um, let me tell you real quick. I, I didn't have notes of this one. But let me tell you, last week we talked about the KFC mac and cheese bowls. And I'm like, bro, I am so fucking ready to go and try them. So I did. So f- Friday. Friday. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter what day it was. Friday. Let's just pick a day. I drove out there. And KFC is not too far from us. We actually forgot it was near us. I was like, wait, where's the KFC? I had to go look at it. I'm like, oh, shit, there's one. We never go there. I've been there uh, uh, probably maybe zero times. So we don't really go there. I said, fuck it, I'm going. Drove out there. It's like 7 o'clock. Yeah, 6.37. So it's it's like past dinner time, but it's still dinner time. Everyone's eating. And it's Friday, so it's packed. It's busy everywhere. Drive through, fucking cars wrapped on the side of the building. I'm like, okay, they're all here for mac and cheese bowls. This is the most KFC's been busy in 25 years since they introduced Chicken Littles in the 80s. All right, this is the, this, they are fucking packed. I get it. I'm waiting in line. I don't care. Now, any other day, I could tell the colonel to fuck right off. I'm not waiting to no drive through at KFC for that. All right, I'm just not doing it. There are some restaurants I will do that at Wendy's, Taco Bell, Del Taco, a few other places, you know, in and out. I'll do that. Not KFC. But I waited. Car started pulling behind me. One car, two cars, three cars. I'm like, holy fuck. The drive-thru is moving so slow. So, so slow. Miss Daisy could move faster than this drive-thru is going. It literally, I timed it. It took about just over 15 minutes for me to get to the ordering window. I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. Finally get there. Welcome to KFC. What can I get for you? I know that I can tell from the tone of the dude's voice. He's having a rough night. The shit is fucking packed. People are going ape shit. All right. It's crazy. And I have a lot of respect for people in fast food. I've said this before. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that person and be like, Hey, you know, I waited 15 minutes to get up here. Can I get a free fucking shoulder? No, I'm not going to do that. I didn't say shit. And he didn't say shit and I don't care. That's fine. But he was like, Hey, welcome to KFC. What can I get for you? And I was like, I'd like to get the chicken, the mac and cheese chicken $5 fill up box. All right. It comes with the mac and cheese bowl. It comes with a drink and it comes with a cookie. All right. Chocolate chip cookie. That sounds fine. That sounds good. And he's like, okay, great. And what drink? I, and I wanted to try the new Mountain Dew Lightning, which is the new peach dew. I was going to treat myself. I hadn't had soda in a long time. I'm going to treat myself, you know, treat yourself. So I ordered that. Then um, I ordered a large side of mac and cheese, a large side of mashed potatoes and gravy on the side. And um, that's it. That's it. And he's like, okay, pull, please pull forward. You know, it's like 21 bucks. It's fucking expensive, man. I was like, damn. Like, I had to pull I, I had to pull the sword out of my ass on that. I was like, God, that hurts, man. That's that's a tough one. Um, pull up to the window, and he's like, I apologize. We are out of mac and cheese. And I was like, I didn't make a big deal out of it. I'm like, okay, like I could go off, right? What's the fucking point? No point at all. It's not the dude's fault. He goes, would you like another side to substitute? I go, okay. Um, And he goes, we got green beans. We have potato wedges. We have corn or something. I go, just, I go, just put a, fill it up in a whole box of potato wedges. That's fine. Potato, Potato wedges are great. We love those. 
He goes, okay. He goes, we had enough to do the bowl, but not enough for the large side. I said, that's fine. No problem. All right. He gave me my drink. I paid for it. Anyway, he gave me the food. I looked at him in the face and I said, you know, thank you. And he was like, thank you. You know, and he's like, okay, cool. Put the thing down, drove home. Get home, open up the bag. And this is my fault. You always should, fucking A, you always should check the order before you go. I get home, open up the bag, start pulling stuff out. I'm like, okay, I see. All I see is, oh no, I ordered four biscuits too. I ordered four biscuits. I pull up the thing, open the bag. I pull out my bowl. I see the bowl. Feels kind of light. Okay, put it down. And all I see in there is a box. Just a box, one box. I'm like, what the fuck? Open up the box. It's full of um, potato wedges. And then under that box is another small box with some biscuits, a couple of biscuits. And I'm instantly in shock because I'm like, holy fuck, they forgot the mac. Well, not, not the mac and cheese. They forgot the mashed potatoes and the gravy. They forgot my cookie. And they forgot two biscuits. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm tripping because, you know, Steph was going to have the mashed potatoes. She's like, it's fine. Whatever. I'll just have the, the, I'll have the potato wedges. Potato wedges were fucking thin. They were hard. They were overcooked. It was, it was just a very, very bad meal. So I'm like, fuck it, man. I open up my bowl. It's like half full. Don't get me wrong. The, the bread, the bowl was amazing and I love it. And I would get it again. I absolutely would. I love the mac and cheese, the chicken, the cheese. It was so good. But it was only half full, so you could definitely tell they just, like, used the last bit of the mac and cheese they had, tried to make it work. They made it work, but it wasn't all the way full. So, overall, it was just a terrible, terrible meal. Everything was bad. Missing food, you know, it was tripping. And it happens. I can see that they were probably understaffed in there. A lot of bullshit going on in there. And, and, you know, I feel for the people. But still... I ordered it. I checked the receipt. If I didn't pay for it, whatever, you know, but unfortunately I paid for it. And, um, I looked at the receipt. They have like fill out the receipt, you know, tell us about your experience. Tell KFC something.com. And I was like, let's, you know what? I never do this, but let's go do it. Went to the website. It is literally like 40 fucking multiple choice questions about your experience. And a part of me is like, why? And then the next part of me is like, wait, no, this is great. Instead of having just a, field where you can fill out and bitch they actually want to get certain points about your visit to fine-tune the info that can better help them and you know help serve what happened and yeah sure enough man i filled it out and then at the end it had a thing to tell any other comments and i let them know what happened this and that i'm like you got i'm not even gonna go back i didn't want to go back i don't want a refund i don't want coupons i don't want i go i just want you to know that this was messed up tonight maybe you need to take a look at that store Make sure that truck is on time because if your bowl, if your promo item is mac and cheese, you better fucking bet your ass you have mac and cheese ready to go. I mean, KFC, they're hurting for money. They need people in those drive throughs So, you know, you got you to gotta be getting in there. So anyway, that's... <laughs> Thanks for sticking it out with me, folks. Hey, I appreciate that. We talked about, we talked about the mac and cheese last time, so I wanted to give an update. I loved it, but they fucked it up. Hopefully uh, I can have another one at some point. It will be good. Didn't even get my cookie. God damn. Okay. Hasbro buys death row records. What? You may have heard of this article popped up this week. 
Hasbro, the famous toy manufacturer and business, has bought Death Row. The amazing West Coast label, Suge Knight, Tupac, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Corrupt, Daz. The list goes on. Oh, the list goes on. This is in my this is in my wheelhouse. I grew up listening to Death Row Records. I would get Death Row Productions for Christmas and birthdays. These are big deals to me. So when I heard this, I go, what in the fuck is going on? Well, those are the nice buzzword titles that all the clickbaity people are using. They didn't... They didn't like seek out Death Row and be like, hey, we love California Love by Tupac. I think we would like to purchase the Death of the Row records. No, didn't happen that way. Just clever buzz, buzzword clicky bait titles all over the place. What happened was Hasbro purchased Entertainment One. And Entertainment One is a multimedia company and they own... Well, this is actually a pretty big entertainment company. They represent lots of artists, TV shows, podcasts, VR. They do a lot of um, basic network, network type stuff uh, in entertainment. But Entertainment One owned the rights to Death Row. So when Hasbro bought Entertainment One, then that means they also get Death Row Records and all that that's, that's acquired in there. So here's the timeline, just to kind of break this down and make really clear sense on this, because people have been asking about it, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what really happened? Here's the quick timeline. Death Row, basically when Tupac died, um, it all kind of started to fall apart. Dre left, Suge Knight started doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, you should watch the documentary that came out not too long ago, um, straight out of Compton. You should really watch that. But um, that will explain some of it. Not all of it, but some of it. So... Once Tupac died and Dre left and all the stuff started to fall apart, Snoop Dogg went to No Limit Records and a whole bunch of other stuff happened. Um, the label started to be in shambles. Suge went to jail. Suge was accused of doing all kinds of stuff. I won't go into it. But anyway, they then filed bankruptcy in 2006. All right. So they were able to hang on for quite some time. But 2006 filed for bankruptcy. In 2009, the label was auctioned off for $18 million to a, to a Canadian wide awake entertainment. All right. Then Entertainment One bought the catalog, the Death Row catalog, in 2013 for 280 million. Holy shit. Wide awake entertainment. Y'all did pretty good. Spent 18 million and got 280 million out of it. That's a good deal. Then, just recently, Hasbro bought Entertainment One in 2019, and they basically got all their IPs along with it. Happened to be Death Row in there as well. They wanted to get it because there's a whole bunch of toy IPs and storytelling and books and a bunch of other stuff that they wanted for their brand. It just so happened to get in there. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they they just totally ditched and, and like auctioned off Death Row to someone else. Like, we don't really want this in our umbrella. I mean, Hasbro, don't really affiliate them with gangster rap. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what happened. So Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner commented on the purchase of E1, stating the acquisition of E1 adds beloved story-led global family brands that deliver strong operating returns to Hasbro's portfolio and provides a pipeline of new brand creation driven by family-oriented storytelling, end quote. So you see what they're after. Other things, not that. They don't. As a matter of fact, they probably, they do not like this article. They do not want to be affiliated with this shit. <laughs> they do not want to be affiliated with it. 
Um, Entertainment One represented artists, TVs, movies, toy brands, uh, VR, and other IPs. Pretty pretty big uh, entertainment network, to be honest. I'd never heard of them, and I started looking up their artists, and they're like, there's a bunch of like great artists in there, including Chromia, one of my favorites. Electrofunk. They're awesome. Um, oh, my God. This is fucking hilarious. So KISS, and, you know, kudos to them for still playing and touring. Excuse me. They were playing in Cincinnati, and they were selling some shirts, as all bands do. Well, the shirt they were selling misspelled Cincinnati <laughs> on it. <laughs> they made special shirts to round out their their uh, final show in Cincinnati, but they added an extra T in Cincinnati. Oh, it's easy to do. Come on. The name Butchers. The official shirts were sold to customers at the show for $50. And I have a uh, screenshot of the. Uh... <laughs> Cincinnati. Yeah. Hey, it's easy to do. You know. It's easy to do. I, I do it all the time. I went to public school. Shit. Yeah. It happens. Have a kiss. Uh, so news about the TSA. Are you planning on traveling anytime soon? Well, you better not travel if you're, uh, if you're going to go to Star Wars land in either Disneyland, California, or in Florida. If you're going to go there, do not buy the Star Wars Galaxy Edge Thermal Detonator Coke Bottle. PSA. Whoop, whoop. I repeat. Whoop, whoop. The $5 Coke bottles that look like a thermal detonator, basically like a grenade. Are not allowed through TSA. I got a I got a screenshot of them here in case you don't know what they look like. So if you buy those and people are wanting them because they're collectible and they look cool, but they look like grenades and they're not allowed. People were like, "Hey, even if we take the cap off and like put it in a separate container," they're like, "No, and oh, do not, do not pass go, do not collect two hundred dollars, do not go through TSA." So do not uh, do not get caught at TSA with thermal detonators. They're basically uh, going to force you to throw them away. Then they're going to dig through the trash and then sell them on eBay. You know, boy, I actually had a lot of random news, huh? A lot of random shit going on there. Are you guys ready for this week in gaming uh, history? Yeah, baby. This is the segment of the show where I talk about video game release dates and the games that came out in the past. Video game history. September 2nd through September 8th. Mm. These are the games that came out in the past, from the future, from the past. September 2nd, 2002, Sega GT on original Xbox. 2003, Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure on GameCube. Come on, you I know everyone's got that one. No? I know there's a lot of Disney collectors out there though. I wonder what what was it? I was at Zia Records like a couple years ago 
And I ended up buying a Disney... It looked like a Disney Mario Party game, but it it wasn't like a... Yeah, it was. It was like a Mario Party ripoff. And I opened it up, and the disc was missing. And it had been, like, months since... Like, I didn't even open it. It was just... It had been sitting there for months. I was like, fuck. And I can't go back like, oh, yeah, the, maybe, like, two or maybe three months ago, I... Uh, I bought this game and there's no game in it. It's like you eat you eat like fucking nine tenths of the burger and you're like, you know, I didn't really like it. No, you can't do that. Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure. They were probably trying to get on some of that Tony Hawk shit. Remember a couple weeks ago? A lot of Tony Hawk games around that time too. Uh, another one on September 2nd in 2014, Sims 4 on PC was released. September 3rd in 1998, Metal Gear Solid on PS1 in Japan was released. 2013, Rayman Legends, PS3, Wii U, and 360 was released. Oh, yeah. September 4th. Let's move on to the next day. In 1995, NBA Jam Tournament Edition on PS1. He's heating up. He's on fire. 2004, Medal of Honor Airborne on PlayStation and 360. Wait, that would have been PS3 then. No, no, PS3 wasn't even out. PS2? PS2. 2004, what the fuck? Uh, 2013, Outlast on PC, that survival horror game that makes me uh, wet myself. They all make me wet myself. That's why I don't play them. I have to wear a diaper. 2019, oh gosh. Pungy. The Pungy. I always call it Pungy. It's PUBG, folks. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds on Xbox One was released. Yes. Now you can get your BR on on consoles. Super hype. Moving on to the next day, September 5th in 2002, Ikaruga on Dreamcast in Japan. Great shmup. Shmupper. I love it. Love the Dreamcast. 2006, Guilty Gear Judgment on PSP. 2006, same day, same year. Test Drive Unlimited on 360. Yes. An amazing, one of the, really one of the first true open world um, racing games. <sighs> yeah, man, it was so fun. It really took some time to get used to the handling. and But I love driving around on the islands and so tropical, so beautiful. It was a lot of fun. Oh, here's, a, here's an oldie but a goodie. It's not that old, whatever. 2011, not that old, see? Dead Island on PC. Yes. That game is amazing. Amazing. So many great times. Great, oh man, so many great memories. Lots of hours played co-op. On Dead Island. It was definitely my game of the year 2011. Hands down. Hands down. 2014, Dead Rising 3, The Apocalypse. I don't know why when I say that, I always get a lisp and my voice goes wonky. I, I don't get it. The Apocalypse. <laughs> on PC. <laughs> September 6th in 2000, Capcom versus SNK on Dreamcast in Japan. Great fighter. 
Those games on Dreamcast, whew, those are like arcade perfect. Uh, 2006, Guilty Gear. Oh, I already said that one. Holy shit, where are we? Oh, 2001, Shenmue 2 on Dreamcast. Some more Dreamcast love. Having some Dreamcast love. I got some love in the club. Uh, another one, 2011, Big Day. Wait a minute, what the fuck? Wait, hold on. No, that's wrong. I already put that in there. Driver San Francisco. There it is. 2011. Driver San Francisco PS3 and 360. I was moving fast on my notes. 2017. A couple years ago, Destiny 2. PS4 and Xbox One. Which, did you guys hear that shit is moving over to Steam? What? What? Yep, sure is. So you're going to have to go over and migrate your stuff over to the uh, Steam. I think you can log in and... They tell you how to do it. I haven't done it yet, but I got to at some point. Uh, two more days here. September 7th in 1995, Batman Forever on Genesis. Where's the boy? Alfred, do you think, uh, do you think maybe you could, uh, order me a sandwich? I'm, uh, super hungry. I was just, uh, driving around Gotham. In my Batmobile. And I, uh, I found that, uh, Popeye's not a chicken. Do you think you could make me a chicken sandwich? Please. Please, Alfred. I'm starving. Fuck, I'm starving, Alfred. <laughs> 2004, Burnout 3, Takedown, one of the greatest on PS2. Yes. 2004, Silent Hill 4, The Room on PC. Ooh. Don't get scared. I'm scared. And finally, September 8th. Here we go. In 1999, Hydro Thunder on Dreamcast. Oh, I have it right here. I should show I should show it off. No, you guys know what it looks like. No need. Same day, same year in 99, Ready to Rumble Boxing on Dreamcast. It was a double hitter day. Which one did you pick up? I got Hydro. Damn the torpedoes. It's dangerous. That was from Rush. Whatever. Power Rangers SPD on Game Boy Advance. No! No, no, stop. Not STD. No, no, stop. Don't even... God, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Not STD. It's Power Rangers SPD. PP. God, why would you guys even think that? Get your mind out of the gutter. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? (laughs) Dude, never mind. I won't even go into it. I don't want to say it. 2009, Dirt 2 on PS3 and 360. Great racing game. Love that one. And finally, in 2010, on September 8th, Plants vs. Zombies. Ladies and gentlemen, that is this week in gaming history. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on to some gaming news. I got some uh, fresh, hot, fresh, hot gibberish garbage to report about. Leaked PS5 pictures, and I put in parentheses, horse Horse shit. shit. (laughs) 
Okay. So evidently these leaked pictures are actually a development kit of the PS5. Evidently, okay. This can't be confirmed nor denied. I I call horseshit. If this is really the development kit, these are some ugly ass consoles. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I think a Roomba is more attractive than what we're going to see here. Uh, I'm only showing these because these are the most ridiculous self-drawn mock-ups, horseshit pictures that I've ever seen. I think it looks like complete trash. But evidently, now I was reading further in an article, it says, Matthew Scott, a game developer since 1992 and currently working as a senior artist at Codemasters, which I love and respect, so I have to mention this. He confirmed that the leaked design was indeed for the PlayStation 5, but not yet the console that will be shipped to customers. In a tweet on Twitter, he said, the device was the PlayStation 5 development kit. And though there is a chance that it ends up being the final design, it's probably not going to be. I'm going to show you this picture. Uh, bro. Bro. What's wrong with you? I mean... Yeah, no. Is that just is it just me? Is that not the most hideous console you've ever fucking seen? It's this like square, like it has these weird louvers on the side, and it's got this rounded edge but flat front and then this weird like grill for cooling in the middle. It looks like a horseshoe like it's just ugly. That's just super ugly. That looks fake to me. <laughs> I'm probably the only one, though. You guys probably love it, right? You're like, Jason, you're such an idiot. I love that thing. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd mount that on my wall. Yeah, Lois. <laughs> Speaking of consoles, evidently there has been a custom-made portable Dreamcast that has been custom-modded and made into a 2DS shell. Now, you, you hear about this stuff in the past. People have been doing this for many, many years, taking... Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, um, GameCube, what else? N64 is probably the most common, most popular one that people are doing. And they're making, like, handheld devices to run those games. You're taking the innards of these consoles and chopping off part of the motherboards of the PCB that are not needed and only using the bits that are needed for that specific purpose. And that's how they're able to do it. I think it's pretty cool. But a uh, YouTuber, I'll give him a shout-out, G-Man Mods... G-Man Mods with a Z managed to get everything necessary inside a 2DS frame, but of course it's a little bit thicker, has to be thicker uh, than 2DS, but inside the frame it is fully functional and it uses a tiny OLED screen to show the VMU data and I think it looks pretty fucking dope. Let's take a look. There it is. How cool. Round of applause. Mr. Smarty Pants. Yeah, man. That's pretty awesome. And I think it would be tons of fun to play. How about it? Um, we got some WoW news. You guys have been playing some WoW. Who's been playing WoW Classic? You guys been going in ham on that? Been playing it? WoW Classic breaks Twitch stream records. Yes, it's official. Now, WoW originally released in 2004, way before any of this was even a twinkle in anyone's eye. I mean, Justin TV and Twitch and streaming and really the uh, the dark side, <laughs> the dark side of the internet. <laughs> but 
if you were to imagine that that game being one of the most popular games really of all time, um, I think it would have broke records back then for streaming, just like it did today. And it's very, very popular, as you can see. Um, the day it launched, of course, the day it launched was a little rough, <clears throat> but on Twitch, they had 600,000 concurrent views, viewers on launch day. Wow, that's huge. Just to give you a little insight and comparison, compared to League of Legends, which is also one of the most popular games people watch, has 110,000 concurrent. And Fortnite, trailing, well, they're pretty much neck and neck. They're right around there. 109,000 concurrent viewers. Of course, from what I understand, people were basically watching the wait-in-line simulator for the launch. Couldn't get in. Too many people. It's like Disneyland. What's wrong with you? Um, yeah, real sad news about Drive Club, Evolution Studios. Rest in peace. It is such a shame. I, I did a live stream on Twitch. I played for a few hours showing off Drive Club, showing off some of the, the cars, some of the maps, the beauty of it. It really is amazing. Again, if you want to watch that, go to, it's on YouTube. I just uploaded it uh, yesterday as well. So it's on both places. But, man, honestly, it's one of the best, if not the best, racing game on PlayStation 4. It's more than a tech demo. Like, it is an absolute joy to play. And playing that with the PlayStation VR is so fun. So, so, so fun. I love it. It's incredible. Uh, but it's really, and I was there for launch. I was there with my homie Brandon, good friend and patron of the show here. Um, we were playing it launch day, and we were, well, <laughs> I should say we were trying to play it launch day. It was, uh, it was really a buggy mess. Connectivity issues, lag. Once we got in, it was laggy. It was DC. It was just, it was really, really rough. Um, it was a hard blow for Evolution. Sony was not happy with that at all. This was like, this was wanting to be one of the groundbreaking racing games for the console to really push it. They had touted it as being that. Um, they even touted it as being a launch title that got pushed back. So they were already in kind of hot water once this rolled around. And unfortunately, um, God, even just two years after the launch of the game, the, uh, the studio got dissolved. The game currently... Is delisted on the store. If you're listening to this right now, you are unable to go buy it. You can get a physical copy, of course, and you can get patches. People were coming into the stream asking. You are able to get all of the patches and security patches that they released, but none of the DLC or any of that is for sale anymore. Um, so the game is not for sale. It's delisted. However, it's still available to play online up until the end of March 2020. That is when it will be pulled from the servers online Altogether, Evolution brought us MotorStorm, one of my favorite franchises in PlayStation. I love that franchise all the way. PSP, PS2, PS3, and I really wish we could have got one on PS4, but since we didn't, we got Drive Club. It's kind of a more sophisticated, more uh, Simcade type of a game, and where MotorStorm is very down and dirty, rough, slippery, muddy, grimy, in-your-face, aggressive. This is more sophisticated. Put on your... Uh, your suit and tie and take out your uh, your lovely significant other and you go out on a nice drive on the town in your hypercar. It's kind of how it feels. But yeah, day one, it was a rough, rough patch for them. And uh, Sony did shut them down two years later. And some of the staff went to Codemasters, which was great, and which they went on to work on the new game or newer game Onrush, 
which I feel is another completely underrated, underappreciated gem. It's such a great game on PlayStation 4. We love it. So much fun. Um, and then the rest of the staff either got reorganized internally or some of them even got let go altogether. It's quite a shame. It really is. So Drive Club, round of applause to you. We love you. Thank you so much for the fun games. I apologize. I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't have anything to apologize for, but I feel bad for you guys that the launch was so rough and it really hurt you to the core so much. In fact, it took you under. That is fucked. But your, your games will continue to live on Evolution Studios. Mad love. Uh, Twitch is doing some cool stuff uh, for subs. They team up with Subway. Which, by the way, Subway sent us an advertisement in the mail. They have a new brisket cheddar sub. Uh, and I want to try it. Of course, I know what I'm getting into. It's Subway. It's not the best, but it's also, it's okay. Looking for, a, you know, a sub once in a while. Just a little sandwich, a little teaser, a little something-something. You know, a little pork. You know, the other white meat. A little porky-pork. Porky-pork in the borky bunch. You know kind of want that but anyway twitch is what the fuck am i talking about twitch teams up with subway for september Ooh, clever girl what's wrong with you uh starting september 3rd any tier one subscription made on the web browser or the platform's desktop app will cost 50 percent less that's half off twitch is hoping that users can support even more of the streamers that they follow and love during the event that's pretty good i should uh Definitely September, get down on some streaming. So, folks, when I'm streaming, pop by, come say hi. If you love it, you want to support, it's half off. I love it. Uh, also, any new Tier 1 subscription from the web or desktop is eligible to be part of a promotion that they're running. Something about um, sub sandwiches. or I don't, You have to go look at it. I didn't see the details. Because I got sidetracked by the brisket, um, brisket cheddar. And I want to try it. I want to try it. Um, there's also another thing that's going on with Mixer. We're talking about streaming now. Xbox Game Pass through Mixer. If you purchase that through Mixer, you will you are able to support your favorite streamers in there too. Xbox Game Pass and Mixer team up. So Mixer partners will receive $3 compensation for every new member that joins Xbox Game Pass and credits their channel with a code. So you can get a code from the Mixers if they're... Um, if you're on Mixer, you'll get a code from their page. You purchase the Game Pass through their page with the code. They get credit, and they get 3 bucks. I think it's great. I'm not a Mixer partner, but still, I think that's a great deal. Maybe someday it will be, and I think uh, that's great. They're teaming up. Tell cool. Cool $3, bro. That's enough to get, you know, some snacks, some live stream snacks. I'm all for it. I'm trying to look at something here. It's supposed to be a... Oh, okay. I pasted a picture up here. I'm like, why is this picture here in the middle of my notes? <laughs> it's in the wrong spot. It's okay. We'll get back to it. Um, some news about tel Telltale. I thought this was really fascinating when I read this. They're making a return? Telltale is making a return? There's some more buzz, buzzy fucking clickety-clop fucking clickbaity articles everyone talks about no not necessarily i mean sort of a company called lcg no not std gosh guys get your you've got mail. get your mind out of the gutter 
company called LCG Entertainment announced last Wednesday that it has acquired the Telltale Games name and some of its back catalog and a bit of its intellectual property. What does that mean exactly? Well, we don't know specifically. This means they have, they bought, oh, they acquired some of this and they have a little bit of this and then they have a bit of this. It's very vague. We don't know. LCG Entertainment claims that they plan to pursue some of Telltale's former third-party licenses and game design tools. Would also like to hire former staff on a contract basis. Ooh. That sounds good on paper, but let me tell you why that's really shitty. Uh, Tempers are high here. Staff got terminated, if you remember, with no compensation, no pay, and it ended super bad for pretty much everyone involved on that team. Uh, The new company, LCG, wants to bring 8 to 10 staff members and slowly rebuild Telltale. On a contract basis, though, Mm, this is tough. Now, I work as a contractor, and although I'm thankful to have a job and, you know, generate some income, it is very stressful not knowing that tomorrow I could go into work and I could be let go that night after my shift. That simple. Why do I say that? Why does it sound so like, what? No, they can't do that. Yes, they can, and they have. They have several times. To me, and I've been able to make my way back and continue. Um, so it's rough, and I feel bad for contractors because here's the thing: here's a little deal. Here's a little, here's a little pro tip. If you're a contractor, you have no obligation, and they have no obligation to each party. So what happens is they're going to fire you at some point, let you go, and then say like two or three months later, like, "Oh, hey, um, you looking for a job again? You want to come back? We're, you know, you were good here. Let's bring you back in." They bring you back in, and what do they do? Well, we can't pay you what we were paying before, you know, because we're rebuilding. We're This is a new position. We're going to work into this. We're giving you some new job descriptions, you know, new responsibilities. You're going to have to figure this out and learn. And, and then once you hit that, you know, level one, level two, level three, level four, you know, then we'll give you – no, it's horseshit. It's bullshit. But that's how they get around it. That's what they do. So I feel bad for people at Telltale. They got fucking let go, kicked out the door. Company went under, and now here we are, four or five months later. They're like, "Oh uh, yeah, new company. I'd love to bring you back as a contractor for about mm, half of what we paid you last time." No, it's bullshit. I mean, this is just my. There is, please don't get this twisted. There's absolutely no evidence that this is happening. There is absolutely no proof that any of what I just said will be happening. This is just my experience because this has happened to me. I know from my experience. That's all this is. I hope it doesn't. I hope they do them right, bring them back, and I hope Telltale comes back because The Walking Dead is one of the greatest in storytelling and gameplay I have ever played in a game. I I laughed. I cried. I panicked. I just love that game. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So be careful with that contract stuff, man. It gets really sticky. Uh, Nintendo just announced a Switch Lite case. What? What's wrong with you? Bruh. What? There it is. Looks nice. It's a snap case, protective cover, which protects the screen and joysticks. This is important because you cannot take these joysticks off like a Joy-Con, folks. 
Can you imagine having Joy-Con drift on these? It's going to happen, newsflash. Currently, it's only available on the Nintendo Japan website, online store, but I'm sure it's going to come all over the world. You'll be able to get it currently. It's only in gray, and it's $35. I have a screenshot of it, too, actually. If you want to see it, here it is. So it kind of looks like a snap case. Uh, the middle part there probably bends, and then you see the little indentations for the joysticks. I think that's nice. Uh, I'm sure that's kind of like a hard plastic underneath. I think that's going to be good, and it will protect it. I like it. Definitely worth it if you're, you know, if you do any traveling, you want to play it on the go. I mean, that's the whole point of this. Surprise, it doesn't come with one already, to be honest. Um, some PlayStation 4 accessories. What? What's going on here? A PS4 3D rudder control. Launches in the U.S. and Canada September 4th for $120 or 160 Canadian. Playing games in virtual reality can be an incredibly immersive experience. But a major problem is the question of how to track a player's feet. I'm reading this from the article, mind you. One solution is the 3D rudder. A kind of balance board. Maybe I should read it in Mr. Monocle. Mr. Monocle hasn't been here for a while. Let me let me fix this, because this is almost this is almost his territory. Playing games in virtual reality can be an incredibly immersive experience, but a major problem in the question of how to track a player's feet. One solution is a 3D rudder. A kind of balance board that players can steer with their feet. And now the device is making its way to the PlayStation VR users in the U.S. for the first time. Also, doubles as a cleaning Roomba when it's not in use. Look at the 3D rutter. I don't know what I think of this. I really don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a practical application. If you can think of a practical application, and it, I'm not saying this is bad, all right? So don't be like, oh, he's talking mad shit about it. No, I just don't know the application yet. I can't think of any. So please put this into perspective for me because I love the PlayStation VR. Uh, when PlayStation 5 comes out and their new VR comes out, I'm going to want that. So if this 3D rudder goes with that, what would be what would this be used for? But I am excited that it doubles as a Roomba. Just don't let it run over any dog shit. Because if you do, the dog shit gets tracked throughout the entire house. Go to YouTube and search that. Believe me, there's hundreds of videos of Roombas just eating dog shit. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, that was some gaming news. How about some tech news? Yeah. Um, we have a, uh, a PSA. There is an app that was released called cam scanner. Cam scanner sounds, sounds like a scam to begin with. If you have this app, please delete it. If you're on Android, delete it immediately. Delete Android malware filled cam scanner app on your phone. The app was published in the Google play store in June and in July 2019, and it has malware attached to it. Originally, it didn't, 
but they pushed an update to it that then pushed malware through. Fucking assholes. Cam scanners and malware first appeared on the June 16th update of the app and persisted through the app's June 25th update. So basically the whole month, well, the latter part of June, they pushed that through. However, this malware got into the app, and uh, regardless uh, whether it's the latest version or not, it's infected. So, and this incident was severe enough to earn CamScanner a temporary ban. Thank you, Google. Here's what CamScanner says. This is really funny. You'll still be able to find CamScanner HD in the Google Play Store. We don't know if that has malware or not attached to it. I would stay away from it. But the original Cam Scanner app appears to be gone. They pulled it. And the developer in Instig, I-N, Intig, um, whatever. They're, they're now asking users to sideload a version of the app from their device instead of linking it to the Google Play Store. They're asking them to sideload it. Yeah, nah, fam. We good. We good. You can just fuck right off with that. Do not sideload that app. Like, oh, that's really, that's really terrible. You can't use our app. We really want you to use our app where we mean well. We really mean well. Uh, just go sideload it. <laughs> no, fuck off. Don't do that. Delete the app immediately. <clears throat> I don't like anyone who, who does that with malware and shit. Come on. Come on, bro. Bruh. August 28th? What happened with Xbox? Were you guys around? Were you playing and your Xbox went out? Yeah, they had an outage for a little while there. Started around 3 p.m. Eastern on August 28th. And uh, many Xbox users reported they were unable to sign in to their accounts. Uh, Some of the consoles weren't able to access apps, some of the games. And uh, it was kind of a problem for a little while there. It was down for about three or four hours. Uh, They got it back up after about four hours. And then they, they said it should be up and running. However, chat might be experiencing some issues still. They're working on it. Within 24 hours, it was completely resolved. It was actually sooner than that, but overall, it was fixed in 24 hours. I was curious. I was like, hey, yo, Microsoft, like I sent, I sent, you know, my homie Bill, you know, Bill and I, we're real tight. You know, we're real close. We have a great relationship. We're both from the Pacific Northwest. You know, we got a lot in common. You know, he likes games. I like games, you know. He likes food. I like food, you know. He, he likes business. I like business. He likes entertainment. I like entertainment. We, we got a lot in common. So, so I sent him a message. You know, I, I sent him a, on Skype, you know, because that's his big thing. He loves Skype. You know, he owns Skype. He says, hey, he says, hey, Jay, hey, man, what's going on? I said, you know, Bill, Billy, hey, buddy, curious about this Xbox thing. What happened? Shit went down. You know, I was trying to log in. You know, I was trying to play some games. I was trying to get, you know, get hot and bothered. And I uh, couldn't couldn't log in, couldn't figure it out. And uh, what, what was going on with the servers over there? So, oh yeah, 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 Jay, no problem. You know, we had um, uh, we had server issues, a lot of stuff going down there. You know, things were kind of haywire. You know, you know, had a couple of new interns come through. I was giving them a tour of the building, and I stepped away. Uh, you know, Uber Eats showed up with my food. A couple of fries were missing. I was raising hell with the driver. You know, a couple of issues, but. He sent me a picture, my homie Bill Gates. He sent me a picture. He said, hey, just wanted you to, I just wanted to show you that I'm actually here. I'm working, rest assured that I'm in the server room. 
reconnecting everything for everyone worldwide to play on their Xbox. And you know what? I feel confident in the picture he sent. He sent over a picture. This is what he sent. He said, hey, Jay, I'm in, this, I'm in the server room right now connecting cables. Xbox will be up in just a moment. You know what? Yeah, if you don't see the video feed, you need to go back and check out the video. This is a really nice, clean, well-organized, well-documented server room. I bet you nothing goes wrong anymore in this room. <laughs> oh, boy. I love making those jokes. Um, yeah, man. Crazy stuff. So... Another, uh, actually, another Google security flaw is discovered. This is big news, too. Is I, love, I love talking about this tech side of stuff, too, because I love bringing light to either um, security issues or hacks or malware and stuff, just to like, just so that we all can be in the know. I think it's wise if we, we spread this and let people know, like, this is happening. Be vigilant, you know, because all of our data is out there and it's scary and you never know what's going to happen and... Like, everyone's being hacked right now as we speak. So, like, the more we can talk about it and the more we can um, bring light to it to help each other, I think this is good. This is was, this was really important, and I like it. So, anyway, a Google security flaw was discovered in Chrome. Now, most times, every time you close Chrome fully and reopen it, it usually checks for an update and should automatically in the background update. But it doesn't always do that. All right, so you're going to want to make sure you go and update your Chrome because the security flaw was discovered by researchers, but it hasn't been used yet as far as they can tell. All right, security, it's basically a, a loophole. It's part of Blink, which Blink is part of Chrome's engine for the browser. If a user with a compromised browser were to visit or be directed to the wrong website, and here it comes. This is, this is the number one thing that's really popular and happening with everything. We just heard about this with Steam. We heard about it three months ago with Origin. We heard about this. Uh, I feel like I reported on something else that was exactly this. But this is what's happening. An attacker could install programs, view, change, or delete data, create new accounts with full user right admin privileges, and then they could do a whole lot of fucky stuff. Again, this is one of the most popular hacks. Uh, they want to get in. They want to redirect you to a site. They want to basically sideload or kind of without your knowledge load or trick you into loading into one of their in, encrypted uh, bullshit sites and then get you to uh, open up your computer to them. So it's really bad because what could happen is if they get in your computer and they have admin privilege rights, they created an account with admin privilege rights, you can't delete it. Nothing can happen. They can basically take full control of your computer, everything on it, all of your data, and uh, fuck you over. That's really terrible. And the only way to get around it is to reformat completely, completely wipe and wash. <sighs> Nuke, nuke it. So update your Chrome if you use Chrome. Uh, and you can do that by going up to the uh, top right. It's the drop down menu. I think it's under, is it a gear or something like that? And you click on um, about Google Chrome. Uh, oh, it's under help. Under the help tab, I'm trying to do it from memory. Under the help tab, Mouse over help opens up a little uh, side window about Google Chrome. Click on that. It pulls up the version and it will instantly go into update. So do that because uh, you got to be safe out there, folks.
gotta be safe hey how about that that was some tech news yes it's now time for the community event yes and i like the two week i like the two weeks here because um i love um that time frame i think that's enough time for everyone to get in contribute throw down have some fun and how what we do is we do a community event in discord and i ask you i give you a hashtag and i want you to interpret that hashtag how you want and then go into our podcast chat in discord and the link to go into discord is in all the show notes or also on my website heinyhouse.com you can scroll to the top of the page there's a discord icon there you can click on it it'll take you right in mobile tablet browser it works on all of the above so please come out and join us we're just a big happy family in there but I give you a hashtag, and then I want you to interpret interpret that how you will, and post a picture in our podcast chat about that. Two weeks ago, the hashtag was hashtag my happy game, a game that just made you very very happy. Something that you can put on and play, and everything just ah, the stress is gone. The stress is relieved, and I'm going to show. Let's go into Discord. Let me load this up. I'm going to hop into Discord. I'm going to post it up here on the picture the picture wall, and we're going to look at all of your amazing photos. You guys, thank you for contributing. This has been so, so awesome. There's been some great photos that came through, and I'm so thrilled and happy that, uh, that you guys contributed. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in. Oh, my gosh, please don't make me log in. Please don't make me log in. It's going to make me log in. It's okay. You know, that's just, that's just the way things go around here. While we wait, I'm going to just ramble. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I was going to think about the... Um, oh, fuck. Bruh. I really wanted to think... Oh, fuck this. Why is it not working? This is really quite terrible. I usually have, um, there it is. Thank Christ. Um, this next week, I want to do something similar to it. I'm going to get you guys thinking about it even early on because, um, I think it's going to be fun. We did this, my happy game, right? So this time I want us to do my angry game. Yes. Think about all the times that you're playing a game, right? And you are getting so frustrated. So, so frustrated. I think we have a lot of games that can do that. I remember very early on, and I'm, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, spoil it or anything, but I remember watching my brother CJ play Mega Man, and oh my goodness, that would infuriate me because he was really good at it, and I was not, definitely not. So that could be part of it, but yeah, my, <clears throat> hashtag my angry game. What is a game that makes you want to just rage quit? A game that makes you want to just take that controller and break it in half. Please don't do that. But 
we all have those games. So what's a game that just frustrates you to no end? I'm actually very curious about that. I'd like to know. So post that in the Discord chat right here. So here we are. We're in Discord, my podcast chat. And I want to start from the very beginning here. There it is, Mr. Hambone. Here's the photo he posted with his son there. Look at that. Hard level for Heine House. How cute. I love it. Cannot wait to play it. All right, Maverick coming through. He, I think Maverick is probably the biggest Uncharted fan I've ever seen. Look at this. He's got stand-up promo signs. There's a whole bunch of games here. Uncharted 2, Uncharted, Collection, PS4, PS3, throwing down. There's his PS3 with the Uncharted skin. He's got the old Drake uh, statue here. Look at that. Very, very cool. Factory sealed controller. Look at this man. He's out of control. Nathan Drake pops. Is that a belt buckle in the middle? Is that his belt buckle? It must be. Some Game Informer. Rest in peace, Game Informer. Wow. And the list goes on. Look at this guy. Amazing. All these great promo posters and displays. Wow. Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception, Explore Edition. Look at that. Man, you are out of control. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else a big Uncharted fan? Hit up Maverick. He's uh he's going crazy. Um scroll here to the bottom. My happy game. Jinko, what up, Jinko? Hey, you and I have a lot in common, my friend. Fishing Resort on Wii, Excite Bots on Wii, Mario Golf Mario Golf N64, and Outrun 2006. Yeah. Some of the best games ever. I'm gonna scroll back up because we got a bunch of stuff up top here as well. So we have two weeks of this. So that's what came through recently. And there's the last episode right here. My man Vaughn coming through with Castlevania. Look at that, Castlevania. Now, I haven't played that one. That's on PS1. Symphony of the Night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great music. I actually haven't played that game, but I've heard all the great music from it and uh, love it. Of course, he says Donkey Kong Country. Bruh. Bruh, bruh. Yeah, I agree. That game right there, everything just melts away. I could be having the worst day of my life, but when I play that, everything just to the wayside. Great choices, Vaughn. Great choices. And there's my man, Mr. Hambone, right there. My happy game, Bubble Bobble. can hear the music in that one, too. What Now, I heard something that they're releasing a new one on Switch. Is that true? Have you heard that, Hambone? I think that they are. Are there at least... I don't know. I've been hearing the rumors. I try not to I try not to report on any rumors I hear, but sometimes I'm just I get too excited. But yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Mr. Hambone, thank you. My homie Luke in the house. Super Mario Galaxy, yes. Says I have a few others, like Trick and Snowboarder, Fallout, Rayman, but nothing beats Mario Galaxy. Levels are amazing, controls are weird, and the best soundtrack to any game ever. I have to agree. What an incredible game. Luke, great choice. You like the first or second one more? Or are they equal? It's like Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong Country 2. Like, uh, 2 is like much more of a game, like really a game. But the first one is so, it's platforming bliss. It's just, it's perfection. So like, how do you pick, right? 
I think I think Mario Galaxy kind of falls in that similar vein. Like they're just pure adventuring Mario franchise bliss. Well, man, Glav, good to see you, Glav. Tetris on Game Boy, yes. Hopefully, you appreciated seeing all the Tetris stuff uh, when we were talking about Game Boys earlier, a couple months ago. Uh, golf on Game Boy, man. I can't say that I've actually played golf on Game Boy. I've played golf on other consoles, but not on Game Boy. How is that? Man, that's interesting. I'm going to have to look up some footage of that. Let me know how that is. If it's one of your favorite games, you'll be able to tell me everything about it. I want to hear about it. And Super Mario Kart. Yes, of course. The classic. The classic. And my homie Andy in the house. Let's go up here. He's got more over here. There he is. My happy game, Gran Turismo 3, first racing game that revved his passion in cars and racing in general. Yes, absolutely amazing. Said he got to play the game at his aunt's house for the first time and fell in love instantly. And was the reason he wanted to get a PS2 so that he could play the game. Gravity Rush 2, great series. Talking about that there. He's got three. Pokemon X. Yes, you are a huge Pokemon fan. You have quite a Pokemon collection, to be honest, dude. I've seen the pictures. In fact, I've seen lots of the stuff. You you acquired some of the stuff down here, and in, uh, in conventions around around town. Love your room too. I love that Sony PlayStation sign, dude. I love that. I gotta get one of those. Where'd you get that? I really, really love it. See, this is great, man. This is great to do it for two weeks. It gives everyone enough time to jump in and throw down. This is really, really good. Uh, scrolling up here. The Real E-Dub. What up, Aaron? Always a pleasure. Mario Kart 64. Yes. 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 Agreed. Sims. Sims. What are the herbs? Sims in the city. <laughs> I haven't played that one. On console? Have you? Did you really play Sims on console? Is it good? It's probably the same thing, right? I just feel like having a mouse to click. I don't know. Is it? You tell me. You know, Brandon also used to play a lot of Sims, so maybe you two could chime in. Is it better to have a mouse, or is it okay on the controller? That's interesting. And yes, of course, Pokemon Go. She's still out there playing, having fun. We're going to get back into some Pokemon Go, Steph and I, but it's going to be after summer. Uh, we just talked... Um, uh, we were just talking about this, actually. Uh, Holly, uh, a good friend of mine, Holly, she wrote in, and she was like, hey, do you guys have Pokemon Go? You want to add me and be friends? And we're like, yeah, we will, but... We're not going to go outside. It's too fucking hot. <laughs> like, we're going to wait till winter. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. She's like, but I'm in Canada, and during winter, we don't go outside because it's too fucking cold. And I'm like, oh, man, it was like flip-flop. Like, I get it, though. It makes total sense. Total sense. My man Ryan, Digital Rhino, my happy game, Road Blasters. Bro, can I just say something? Okay, I finally, after, since that game came out, I finally figured out how to play road blasters i figured it out for so many years i would just put it in high gear hold down the triggers for shooting and just try to like get around cars and like ah and i would i would play and crash into cars after like three seconds you'd spawn in go one two three bam dead start over and i'm like this game fucking sucks like i can't figure it out it was like a month ago or two months ago steph and i went to a local arcade called Starfighters, and they have a cabinet there, a beautiful sit-down cabinet. It's really nice. 
if you ever come to Arizona, we'll take you there. It's, it's fantastic. Um, but they have a beautiful sit down cab and I started playing it and I'm like, wait a minute, I can go low gear or high gear, basically slow or fast. And I realized that using, you have to figure out when to go fast and when to go slow, right? It's just like making love. You got to figure out when to do that. (laughs) So we actually figured this shit out. So we were doing really good. We're going fast in and out of traffic. There's a car there. Boom, get around it. Go back, shoot, hit the car. Boom, go around it. Like, dude, once we figure that out, that game opened up for me. Like, it just came alive. Like, I want to go back and play right now. I agree with you on this one. It's so good. So, so good. Mommy Brandon, good to see you, sir. Happy games of his childhood growing up. These are incredible. Snowboard Kids, of course. Snowboard Kids, N64. Burnout 3, Takedown. Man, I wish we could play that together. Modern Warfare 2, yes, Call of Duty. So good, so good. That's really, honestly, that game changed everything. That game changed the landscape of shooters. It changed the landscape of, um, you know, first-person military games. They really did. That was one of the first games I ever cried in at the end. I definitely teared up and cried at the end. 100%, no shit. Just real talk. And Mario World, yeah, dude. Yes, yes, yes. One of the greatest. Probably one of my favorite Mario games. I know, big statement, big statement, big boy pants. But of course, Overwatch. He's an Overwatch fiend. He loves it. We used to play that all the time together. You know what? And I've said this to you in the past, but maybe at some point I'll reinstall it. We can get down on some games. I need your I need your health, I need your heals, and also you need to see this dad bot again. And of course, uh, I started things out here with showing off some of my favorite games. Rush 2, Excitebots, Bad Company 2, Donkey Kong Country, some of my all-time favorites. The list could go on for many, many moons, but wanted to just talk about that. Uh, let's see if we got anything else here. I think that was it right there. The homie Castico came through with uh, some of that Neo Geo love. Happy game is Puzzle Bobble or Bust the Move. Those are very fun and relaxing. You know, puzzle games play a huge role. They really play a huge role, and it's very, it's very fun. You know, even though Tetris 99 on Switch is fucking stressful and crazy, it's still a lot of fun to play and very relaxing. It's something you can just honestly pop on, click go, and just kick back, have fun. And we do. It's great. So I, I understand the puzzle games for sure. What were we playing on uh, Super Nintendo Classic not too long ago? We were playing like Yoshi. No, not we were playing Tetris and Mario. Fuck, what's it called? Is that Yoshi game? I don't remember what it was called. It's a puzzle game on Super Nintendo. And I was introducing it to Steph for the first time. And you can pick like, it's like you can pick different Yoshi characters. You can pick, um, oh, I forget. I'm totally drawing a blank. I'm so fucking blank right now. Hopefully you guys are screaming at your speakers and you can hit me in Discord and remind me. But it's a fun puzzle game where you can pick Yoshi characters. It's not Yoshi's Cookie. That's on NES. But you just you match up the colors, three colors, and you can move the blocks around. You can shift them or move them, and they drop and fall. It's actually fun, a lot of fun. But we were playing some of that, too. It's pretty fun and relaxing. So, 
So yeah, there it is, folks. In uh, in Discord, see, it's fun. We just hang out, come by, throw down, have at it. And um, just real quick here, showing off a picture of the new podcast station. This will be the last episode that you'll be seeing this layout here, this backdrop. We're going to be relocating it over to a new area in the house. Oh, excuse me. I actually need this area where I'm sitting to put my drums and do some recording. So I don't have anywhere else to put them. Like, I don't have enough room to engineer and then be on the drum. Like, I need the space. So we're relocating it into this area over here. It's going to be fantastic. There's actually a video I'm going to upload. It's like a five-minute video showing both areas. Like a mini, mini room tour, but not really. But, uh, yeah, so I got some cool lights. These lights – oh, here. fucking, (laughs) I'm showing it here. These lights are really cool. Got them from Ikea. They are Wi-Fi – app controlled so in my app i can control the color the temperature the brightness and uh yeah so cool i've never had wi-fi lights before i really love them but where you're looking at where the lights are shining on the wall there i'm gonna have a huge um a display case there and i'm gonna have my games and kind of a nice representation of retro gaming of technology representation of me and the podcast is really really cool and it could be something that we can kind of cycle through and change things out once in a while and it'll be a lot of fun, but it's going to be a nice backdrop. I'm going to have some cool promo signs up there. In fact, I have an N64 promo sign that I've never shown publicly. I've had it forever. I've had it for about 11 years, and I've never shown it or anywhere. So uh, be really cool. I'm going to have that on the very top of the shelf. So hopefully you guys will uh, – hopefully we'll be able to see it in frame. I don't have the – I mean, obviously using the camera right now, but once it goes over there – I'll adjust the framage and see how it works, but it should be a lot of fun. So, hey, so say goodbye to the uh, the backdrop here. This is the Heine House Studios, right? This is where we do the music, get things going. And uh, new backdrop for the next episode. And this is really fun. What I'm going to do here is my friend Ryan, good friend Ryan, he was talking about um, – oh, actually, no, I don't want to get into that yet. I have one thing to do first. I'm kind of scatterbrained. I apologize. I have one more thing to do is uh, the hotline, the Heine House hotline, because my brother called and left a voicemail. It's my brother. He knows my cell phone, so he called me directly. So I'm going to just play it. I'm going to play it here. But if you want to get at me, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you want to laugh with me, you want to tell me a joke, you want to tell me about your life, you want to tell me about something that's going on, honestly, it's open. It doesn't have to be just about gaming. We can talk about anything. Tech, you know, we talk about music. Maybe you have something you need help with, maybe some sort of, maybe an audio or music question or something, connectivity. It can be anything. Like it's not, It doesn't just have to be specific to gaming or tech. Like We can talk about life, man. We can talk about whatever you want because that's what this show is kind of about. I mean, you know that. But if you want to get at me, I have a hotline, 503-908-5490. You can call me from your phone. It goes right to voicemail. And just leave me a message. You can call from a computer. You can call from Skype. You can call from wherever. It's really, really easy to do. I think Google Voice. If you have a Google Voice account, you can call 503-908-5490. I would love to hear from you. Would love to uh, to talk shop. But my brother, my younger brother, Kyle, called me. And uh, he has some stuff to say. And I think it's really funny. And I want to play it here. on the speakerphone here if it will play hello 
Seriously, though. The fuck, bro? McFly. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, why am I having so many issues tonight? It's not on fucking Bluetooth or anything. brilliant imagine it barbecue simulator seriously I need to patent this idea I need to patent this one barbecue simulator you are in charge of the grill you are the grill master you are the pit master you are the head chef and you have different scenarios that you're in I've been thinking about this Kyle you are fucking right on everything from Family backyard barbecue where you're flipping ribs, cooking burgers and dogs, serving up beer, to a five-star table white tablecloth restaurant experience to you are luau style, you're on an island, you're you're cooking up a whole pig. I love it. I think it's brilliant. And and you have to in real time cook the food as if it was real. Like you the time you invest the materials you use the utensils you use the type of wood the type of seasoning you can make things a certain way and people you then serve it and people react they love it or hate it and then you you build up your reputation you go to own your own restaurant holy shit this is all coming together think about that seriously dude somebody get at me with this we need to put this game together and Kyle you need to be the pit master. You need to be the the head chef. I love it. I think it's brilliant. What a great idea. If you have any questions and you want to talk to me, you have some comments. Maybe you have a comment on that. Let's talk about that. 503-908-5490. Oh, my goodness. We're going to wrap up the show with the, uh, the show closer here. I'm going to show the Patreon slide. And, again, give love and shout-outs to everyone on the Patreon side of things, thank you for your support, for keeping the show alive, keeping it thriving, keeping it alive. And, of course, the verbal shout-out to the Game Loft Tears. What's up, y'all? Brandon, George, Aaron, Weldon, Tammy, Sam, Luke, and Ryan. You guys, thank you so much for your support and hanging out in that Game Loft uh, shout out to all the subscribers on Twitch as well. Much love to you there. Twitch.tv slash the Heine House. Shout out to all the Discord Nitro boosters. Um, 
Shout out to uh, shout out to the whales. Shout out to the ocean. Shout out to the clocks for keeping it moving. Sometimes slow, sometimes fast, but you know. 503-908-5490. That's the hotline. Don't forget to give the podcast a review, a shout out. Give it a rating. Help me trend and get up there a bit. Heinehouse.com. Always appreciate that. And you know, my homie Ryan, right there, you see him up there. He suggested, he goes, Jay, why are you not playing your music, bro? He goes, you should be playing your songs every time the podcast comes to a close. Promote your songs. Your songs are great. People want to hear them. They need to hear them. And if maybe they don't even know, maybe they don't even know about the music that you're doing. You need to play them. And I said, I cannot believe I overlooked that. So at the end of every episode now, this is new and fun and exciting. Round of applause. Thank you, Ryan. Love you. I'm going to play one of my original songs here that I've done. And I, I just go onto my band camp. You can, you can get the link there on my website. But I have all of my music. You're able to listen to it and stream it and purchase it and support it. And honestly, folks... If you don't join Patreon, if you know, if you don't take if you don't go that route, that's fine. But check out my music, share it, stream it, download it, tip me on it. You know, that's that's another way that you can support Heine House Entertainment as a whole. And I appreciate that greatly. Like my video game remix, this honestly, this came up the other day. Steph uh, was playing it from Google, the the Google Home or whatever it is, the Google whatever the fuck it's called. And I'm like Damn, I was listening to it on YouTube Music, and I'm like, damn, I forgot. I forgot. And I'm a critic because I made it, but I forgot how good this this remix album is. If you don't have this video game remix as Volume One, go get it, check it out, and enjoy it. And if you like it, please, man, maybe a, a, you know, send a little fiver my way. I would, would appreciate it. But um, we're gonna round out the show with a song. I'm gonna just jump right in. Make drum, play drum. This is my Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island remix. And this whole album is straight fire, and you're going to hear it throughout the podcast. But I'm going to be playing remixes, originals, all different types of songs at the end of every episode. One song as we say goodbye. Folks, thank you for your support. Heinehouse.com. Much love. (laughs) 